Uh-oh. Spider sense. Webheads and a mic. My name is Kyle. And I am JJ. And we are here to talk about a great, great deal of things. But first, I want to say <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you. Yes, Thank it was your much. birthday. I so, yes. That. Yes. Um, so, today we're talking about uh, con experiences. First con experiences. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. Actually, I'm very, very ready to talk about this. Yeah? Yeah. I'm excited. We're going to talk about first cosplay experiences on top of nice. that. Um, I'm, I just returned from New York. Um, yeah. I was in uh, the Javits Center. I was hanging out, taking photos of all the weebs at Anime NYC. <laughs> nice. It was, it was quite overwhelming, but fun and exciting. I love going on adventures, so nice. it was fun. I want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm also going to talk about Sonic and that redesign. That's going to yes. be great. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that one, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's gonna be interesting. I oh, think he's so. so he's so fuzzy. But is that gonna help the story? That's the question. That's the real question. Yeah, we'll Why find I? out. Yeah. We'll find out. And then, if we have time, we're gonna talk about a little bit of Con- Kevin Conroy on Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes. That is gonna be interesting, yeah, right? That's, yeah, no, that's gonna be amazing. Ooh, I'm excited. I love Kevin Conroy. Yeah, man, I haven't seen him in uh, years. So. But yes. Um, but to start off, we want to do a little bit of origin story. So. Um, as I said, my name is Kyle Valenzuela, and I am a cosplayer and photographer. Um, I go to cons, I go to a lot of conventions, and I find and meet new and exciting people to photograph and do videos with, and it's quite exciting and fun. Um, that's kind of where I network and meet a lot of people, and that's where I met my fine co-host that I'm looking at right now. Yes, thank um, you. <laughs> but yeah, um, what is, uh, what is your origin story? Nice. Uh, uh, like I said earlier, my name is JJ. I am a cosplayer. I also do musical theater um, and a boring day job that we won't even talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, don't talk about the, we don't talk about the day jobs. We don't talk no. about the day jobs. No. But yeah, I do, a, I, do, uh, I do a lot of musical theater. I randomly ran into a cosplay account, and since then, it's been history. I'm a Spider-Man cosplayer. Spider-Man cosplayer has yes. been quite fun. I love it. I love meeting new people. I love the cons. And yeah, I, I love meeting people like Kyle, so. Yeah, <laughs> it was great meeting you, for yeah. sure. So, And it's been exciting for me meeting a lot of people. Um, but let's talk about origin stories in terms of your first con experience what was your first con experience now what was your first con experience and is that different from your first cosplay experience did you go to a con before you cosplayed ah that is a really good question um no for me they were actually one and the same one and the same okay yes uh, my first con um is technically san diego comic-con 2017 okay no 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 2016 2016 yes 2016 was the first year that i drove out to san diego um Without any badges or anything, just to hang out outside the con. Right. Um, and that was great. I loved it. I went with my couple of friends. Um, I was Spider-Man the day. I went with a friend who was Robin, and somebody else was somebody from Fantastic Beasts. So you ghosted the con. Uh, we ghosted the con. Let's let's yeah. let's uh, take that <laughs> and have a discussion about ghosting because I want to have a discussion about that when we talk about anime NYC a little bit. Okay, um, but go on, go on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you said, I was ghosting before I knew what ghosting was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then we went, and that was so. That was my first con experience, my first cosplay experience. Um, I will say that my first cosplay experience wasn't great because I had a lot of costume malfunctions. I know a lot of cosplayers go through this, like 
the day of a con mm-hmm. at any time. But for whatever reason, my my zipper in the back of my mask would not zip. So I just had to go without my face show, without my Spider-Man mask. Um, which wasn't terrible, but you know, I really wanted to be there like in a full costume. Absolutely. Yeah, but it worked out. Um, I still had a really good time. Um, they wouldn't let us very close to the convention center. Right. Because you know how security is there. Sure. Um, but I got a lot of good pictures across the street. Um, okay. Where they have all those buildings and stuff set up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I, my first con experience was amazing. Like just just being at the San Diego Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con was enough. Like just to get me excited to see all the other cosplayers mm-hmm. and even take pictures because I had a lot of people even stop me like, "Hey, Spidey!" I'm like, "Yes, that's me, I'm Spider Man." <laughs> right. Yeah. So no, it was great. That was my first con experience. Um, ghosting. I loved it. How did you feel with that after that first like photo that you got uh, as, as Spider Man? As Spider Man, it was. It was awkward because I didn't have a mask on, so I didn't know right. what I was doing with my face. Sure, but but outside of that, it was it was great. I was like, man, not to I don't like to sound like conceited, but I was like, man, look at me in the Spider Man costume. I look amazing, sure. like as Spider Man as the hero that I love, who I've loved for so many years. So it was great. I loved it. I have a lot of them that I'm probably going to end up reposting soon on my Instagram. Nice, because um, I love them. Yeah. Absolutely, and I've been saying this forever that it's it's the confidence booster, and that's uh, it seems like it boosted your confidence in this situation a little bit. It really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. So, Comic Con, Comic Con is quite a crowded, crowded yeah. place. You could just it's 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 easy to ghost outside for sure. Yeah, no, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, um, and there was it was God, it was crowded. It's insane. It is insane. It's insane. Crowded out there. I was there for 2019 and. Man, it's just a nightmare. It it was it was it's not a con that I like photographing at or doing videography at. I do like the backside where people do meetups, which are easier once they do meetups. But on the floor and anywhere on the convention hall is an, kind of a nightmare. Yeah. In general, so yeah, yeah. I I go every year, but I kind of go more at that's that's the con I go as a fan more. Okay. Than I do as like a photographer, videographer, and you know. Makes sense because do yeah. you like you like to go and just like see the people dressed up and all that. And yeah, see I just them. hang out and whatnot. I mean, I still Thanks. I still do photography and videography, but it's not a priority, I should say. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So I understand. Uh, Comic Con, that's a big first con to go to. Yeah. That's yeah. Interesting. It was, um, and I was. It was so like it was just. So, like, one of my few spur-of-the-moment decisions, like, I was like, yeah. let's just go. Let's just go out to San Diego. I think I think really what it was is that I bought the suit. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I had got my suit and my face shell from a couple of cosplayers from Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, no, let's just go. I just wanted to, sh- I really just wanted to show off my suit. Sure. Um, my friend had his great, he had another great cosplay. Like I said, he was somebody from Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> my friend had on my Robin Halloween costume, which didn't look bad at all. So. Yeah. So yeah, it was it worked out great, and I was just man, it was a it was a great day for me. Awesome, yeah. that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. What about yours? For mine, okay. So let's cut to two thousand. You ready for this? I'm ready. Two thousand and uh, two. Whoa! It's a <laughs> it's a small con. Dang. I want to say no. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's that's wrong. 2000 no that's that's right 2000 it's 2002 2003 okay okay all right um it's a small con in uh, lancaster california uh called anna magic 
at the really? time. It no longer exists anymore. Okay. No, it was tiny and it actually blew up and then they moved it to Valencia, California, oh. Santa Clarita, like right next to a Magic Mountain area. Okay. Yeah. So they kind of grew for a little bit and then just died out. But uh a lot of my friends in like high school were volunteers at the con, just like all, all my weed friends and whatnot back in high school. Um, and uh, that was my first con experience, going to that con. Um, I didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of cool things at the time, because like, cut to 2002, this is, <laughs> all right, guys, guys, I, you guys are, what did, I imagine young, skewer younger like 2002 <laughs> this is not a cool thing whatsoever like this is this is not acceptable this is not like this is kind of like deterred like yeah. people people do not really like this this culture whatsoever so at the true. time i didn't even think about that and um so like to see people like the same things that i liked was pretty awesome it was it was the first time that i saw that and uh, I had my, you know, my, your close few friends that were similar to you, but like to not to see a community right. of people, that was the first time I've ever experienced that. And that was, uh, it was fascinating, yeah. It was fascinating and it was nice. cool. I got to see, like, I remember that first con, I got to see uh, the voice actor, the English voice actor, even though I never... Listen, I, I don't watch uh, dubs. <laughs> I, I watch subs. The English voice actor of Roy Mustang from Full My Alchemist. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, that's cool. I got to talk to like someone that did something in this community, in this, in this, in the industry and whatnot. That was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Um, to so to experience that at uh, to give you an idea, I was in I was like a junior in high school, sophomore. No, yeah, sophomore in high school maybe. That's sophomore funny. in high school, I want to say, at the time. Yeah. Cut to, though, so that was my first con experience. Quick question. Yeah, go did ahead. Did you even, uh, did you casual cosplay as anything? No, nothing. nothing. I, so to give you an idea, I was probably like 30 pounds overweight at the time. I was super insecure about everything in my life, okay. body included. So cosplaying was not an option. Though my friends at the time were always talking about doing like a lot of uh, Gundam cosplay, which I want to circle back to when I talk about an anime NYC. Okay. Um, but, um, but it just never happened. It was never going to happen. I was too insecure at the time. Okay. I was too, like, way... Uh, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't good with people whatsoever. Yeah. Wow. So it wasn't like... I was just like, I'm so not going to... Like, it was pretty life-changing for you, in a way. I wouldn't say life-changing, but it was, uh, it was cool that it... Uh, I just got to experience people like it's, it's just it was just such a rarity at the time okay it's really hard to capture that in 2002 that it was just like rare to find people that were interested in that because it wasn't yeah I mean, people weren't into that whatsoever at the time i know like now people yeah. love it it's crazy you got like lebron talking about it and you got like it's crazy right it's crazy right it's true because even i um i even bring up to people like because i'm even me, I'm still a little insecure about it. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I will hesitate to bring it up to people. But when I do, people are always, like, so impressed by it. I'm like, really? I'm yeah. Just, I'm being a nerd. Like, <laughs> But it's, it's that. It's putting yourself out there. It's yeah. no different than, like, public speaking. I feel people are like, oh, wow, you actually did that? That's, yeah, yeah, that's crazy true. that you would do that. And I feel like it, like, especially, like, because I, I try to, like, practice, like, 
public speaking skills and whatnot if I can, but like it is hard. Like people say that's like one of the hardest things to do, right? And uh, I feel like cosplay is almost a visual version of, of that. It's a visual public speaking almost. Yeah, like that's it's, actually a really good way yeah, to do it. Yeah, and, and, and it's hard. Like it people is. are like looking at you. It's a vulnerable state in it many is. ways. Yeah. <laughs> so like that wasn't an option for me at the time. At all. Okay. At all, man. Like I wasn't dating. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't like, no, no, nothing. Uh, cut to 2009. I get my first camera, the T3i. Um, it's a pretty cheap camera. Not the greatest camera, but it, it got the job done. And then um, I went to... Uh, I believe it was uh, Comic Con 2000. And wait, what, what year did I just say? I said Nine. 2009, right? 2009. Yeah, it was 2009, uh, Comic Con. And um, I started taking photos of people and, and uh, cosplayers. And um, I was like, this is fun, this is cool. And then um, I kept doing it. I didn't stop. Well, I, I stopped. I wasn't like. Compared to, I guess, what's, what's going on in my life now. But uh, at the time, maybe it was like one or two cons a year. But I would uh, go and like take photos of cosplayers. And like, it was, it was pretty cool. And I did that from like 2009 all the way up to 2005. And I got my new camera, which is the one I'm currently using right here. Nice, okay. Um, I upgraded and then I took it a little bit more serious. I just kind of just everything, I took, got a new camera. Right. So then I just took everything a little bit more seriously and I started just taking photos of people like professional cosplayers, you know, and stuff like that, that are like in the hundreds of thousands on Instagram and whatnot. Nice. And um, yeah, that was, that was fun. But it wasn't until, so remember what I said, 2002, right? Yes, yeah. Cut to 2017 <laughs> was when I first cosplayed. Wow. Yes. So that's how long later. it took. Yeah. That's how long it took for me to feel confident. And it also was like, I feel like it was weight-related insecurities mm -hmm. because like around that time I, I was in good shape. Okay. That's how I was going to ask. Like, Better shape for sure. And that helped the situation for course, sure. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't in the best shape, but I did choose to be a Spider-Man. Nice. And I was Miles, that was my first cosplay. Oh wow, okay yeah. nice. Miles, my first con, and this was when I was up in uh, Seattle. Um, okay. What con was it, do you remember? Yeah, it was uh, Emerald City Comic Con. Oh wow! Okay, nice. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I see a lot of people post about that. But it was a uh, it was a good experience because it was it was like your experience. I forgot my gloves, <laughs> and uh, I was like super frustrated because it's like it wasn't perfect. You know, yeah, that type of situation. Exactly. You know, and I was super frustrated with the whole situation, but it was I made it work for the most part, and like I said, it was I, I felt confident enough to cosplay, but I still wasn't in the best shape at the time. Okay. And then I saw the photos after and I was like, I could do better. And it kind of motivated me to nice. like, 
I guess the getting better shape for the most part. Okay. Um, so then I, I've just been like doing that, and ever since then I've been cosplaying more and more. And it wasn't until I've just been doing Spider Man for yeah. like two years, you know, just kind of. I felt like it wasn't. It was easy because I could do photography while wearing a Spider Man costume type of situation. You know, I didn't have to worry about like a build and like while well, like holding a camera, a very expensive right, camera yeah, and whatnot. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, it was easy. And then it wasn't until Long Beach Comic Con 2018. Yeah, 2018. Um, I did my first build. And I did Cable from Deadpool, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that was fun. That was really fun. And I built the arm. And it was great because I, I, I created a sleeve. And I created, I painted on the sleeve and the, the paint, it was like, I painted like metal like tubes and wires and like wiring, it was oh, supposed to be wiring. Nice. And then I built on top of that like uh, foam and EVA and then I created like these, I took a, I believe it was a tubing from a, a washer and dryer mm -hmm. and I cut it in half and I made like little like designs and it looked like tubing for like a metal arm pretty much, you know? Nice. And I built that into the uh, foam. Um, Shout out to, uh, I'm sure you follow her, Hendo, Hendo Art online. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Hendo Art, yeah, she does a great tutorial. I pretty much followed a lot of her designs for that. Nice. But I, I, did, I did a little bit of variance, but it was more or less her design for the most part. And um, it was fun. It was nice. fun doing was the build. Like your first build from scratch? First you... build from scratch, yes. Wow. Yeah. So I did the whole thing. I wrapped my arm in uh, saran wrap, and then I wrapped it in like tinfoil, then I traced the outline, cut it out, then attached it to foam, cut it out, painted it, and all that jazz. Wow. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun to do. It was very... Yeah, no, that sounds like it. Yeah. And that was the first year, like, so go back again, mm -hmm. 2002, 2002, right? 2002, yeah. I had my group of friends. And I had a few group of like photographer friends, not too many though, right? Cut to 2017 when like, I guess that build, I guess I would say is where I took it seriously. Yeah. Is when I met you, I met the group, I met a lot of interesting human beings that never really, I never saw before, which was fascinating. Yeah. That was, that was interesting because it like it opened up a whole new world. That was fun. That was cool because I met a lot of cool people after that year. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that was my whole cosplay experience in a nutshell for the most wow. part. Um, and then it's just been like downhill since then. For the most, yeah. Downhill. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, wow, that's a long unfolding cosplay background right there, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it has layers. Yeah, <laughs> like an onion, yes. Like an onion, yes. So but between, like, uh, between like 2002 and 2000, I think you said 2009, when you got your camera? Yes. Did you not go to any more cons? I went to, so to give you an idea, this was my, uh, 2019 was my 13th Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. Wow, okay. Yeah, okay. so I that was like the one con I went to every year, for okay. the most part. Fair. And then I went to that Animagic, and then it kind of disappeared. And then I went to like a con here and there. And then around, I want to say 2010, I took a year off. Okay. I did take a year off for sure. And I went to nothing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, I just kind of went to Comic Con again. Okay. And then it wasn't until 2009 that I went to like 
everything. Everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds about right. And on my first year of doing <clears throat> cosplays and cons, like I started with, like I said, San Diego. Then later that year, I did go to LA Comic Con, which, uh, <laughs> funny enough, I learned the difference mm-hmm. between like being on the on the main floor where all the cosplayers are, yeah. and, like being up where the the booths are, right? Like the, the stands, ex- exhibition hall, the exhibition hall, yes. Because that was my first time like inside of a con, yeah. And I and I was prepared, had my mask and everything on, sure. And I was walking through the exhibition hall the entire time. I'm like, God, I don't really see that many cosplayers. Like, where's right. everybody? Oh yeah. But but I but by the time I had to leave, like I was walking, I was like, Oh my God, everybody's been down here the entire time. Exactly. Had no idea. Like I didn't know that's how it worked. So. Yeah. Um, but I had to wait until because in LA, of course, like that's LA Comic Con's the last one for the year. Yeah. So I had to wait until uh, WonderCon of the following year, where I learned. I was like, well, I know the tricks now, so I was ready. I was prepared. Right. I would say the first three years I did that. I just wandered the hall. Mm-hmm. The f- my th- or not first three years, first three cons. Wow. Wandered the hall, and I was like, I'm super sleepy for one. <laughs> <laughs> From walking, and I was like, yeah, there has to be more to this, and there was, and it wasn't till then I was like, oh, there's panels, yeah, right, <laughs> there's panels, and there's cosplayers, and there's right. other people out there outside of the thing. Because I was just like, oh, wow, I saved up X amount of money, I'm just gonna buy stuff. That's that was me, that was, that was <laughs> such a waste, such a, such a waste of money at the time, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. I'm still working on trying to get to the panels. Um, yeah, it's rough these days as a cosplayer. It is. Or just for me in general, because if, uh, if you ever follow my stories like during a con weekend, I never get to a con on time. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I always get there at like three or four and miss all the good panels. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. But for 2020, I'm making a goal to myself that I will get to all the panels that I want to. Yes. So. I believe I... Saw you only as I was leaving, both days at LACC. Yeah, both days at yeah. LACC, yeah. I saw you when I was walking in and you were leaving. I was yeah. like, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's... It's been a good journey. It's been an interesting journey. It has. It has been. So, like, ultimately, I would say, even though it's been, like, since 2002, Mm-hmm. It's like in terms of like seriousness, it's been since 2017, so like a couple of years now, right, right? For the most part, yeah. Ever since then, it's just been super it's, casual, right? Yeah. I kind of want to go back to that a little bit as so, we we're talking. Oh my god! So two, two, 2002 <laughs> Comic Con, you could breathe. There's like you did like, this, and there's not person a person next to you. Oh my, oh my god! god. Like, you can text with no issues. Yeah, like, no one's gonna bump into you. You're not oh gonna knock your phone god. over. No, no, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think well, I'm gonna do that one year. I'm just gonna go one day without a costume. I every I always go with a suit. Okay. With something, but one year I'm just gonna have to skip a day and just go very casual and see what that feels like. I recommend it. You're going to enjoy it a lot. There's going to be a lot of weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Because I, like, I do it all the time. I mean, I saw the camera, I guess, so it's somewhat a weight. Yeah. It has, like, yeah, it's like a lot of like equipment weight and expenses. Like, I don't want to drop it. So there's some worry <laughs> yes. as I'm holding it. But like, it's like the weight of not having cosplay and like the kind of the... That attention, like being ready for that like, attention, like right, not like having, having that in character, in character like because that. yeah, I take it, I take it seriously. I know, yeah, yeah I know some people don't, but I, I try to be I try to. my best in that character as I've much as to possible. 
I've had to let cosplays go just because I uh, I don't feel the character. Right. Like yes. I just feel like I do a disservice in that case. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy that's just dressed up and doing a random pose as a character. Like, I want to have a connection to it. So I've had to like, I had to drop a couple cosplays. Um, I mean, I just have the suit just in case, but I had to drop all. I dropped my Nightwing cosplay. Okay. I I love it. I based it off the. Uh, oh no, I'm gonna kill myself because I don't know this artist's name off the top of my head. No but worries. I, I based it off of a off of a artist. Okay. Um, who did a special design of Nightwing? Gotcha. Um, but then I wore the suit and I took some pictures. I was like, I don't I don't even know what to do with Nightwing. So it's like I don't like to cosplay, but I like I keep the suit just because. Okay. Because you know who knows when you're gonna want to do a dick pic. Never so. know when you want to do a dick pic. <laughs> so many dicks out there. <laughs> so many dicks. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a cosplay that I've been wanting to do uh, that I threw away. A lot of like buffer characters. I was talking about like doing like Dragon Ball Z characters. It's like I can't. I can't do that. Maybe maybe Krillin. But maybe. Krillin is that the bald one? The bald one, yeah. Oh my God. No. I mean that's it. Like I, I feel inadequate in any other situation yeah. for the most yeah, part. It's pretty intimidating to be a Dragon Ball Z character. Yeah, like, I saw some really good ones. Anime I want to see this mm-hmm. year too, which was great. Um, a lot of modern day anime uh, Dragon Ball Super characters, which was cool. Oh nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've been wanting to do a uh, to speak on a Dragon Ball Z. I've been. The only character that I actually want to do mm-hmm. is um, is Oob. I don't know if you're yeah, yeah, yeah. from the end of uh, yeah, yeah, like the end and to of be honest, I don't know too much about DBZ. Yeah, um, yeah, I did play the game uh, Budokai. Yeah, I love that fighting game. Yeah, but um, that's where I fell in love with a lot of characters. And I was cool. like, oh, I want to be Oob, like with that freaking awesome. Yeah, game. yeah. So one day when I actually get in shape, I'm doing it. Cool. Do you know? Do, do you know the origin of Oob? Oob? Um, a little bit. I think um, Kid Oob. Died. So Kid Boo. It's, Kid get Boo. It? it's a play on uh, words I, I because it's, it's backwards, yeah, get it's backwards, it? Backwards, yes, yeah. Oh, the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is, yeah, Kid Boo. Yeah. Kid Boo died, right? And yeah. So that was like the... It's like a reincarnated version of, okay. of him. Yeah, yeah, it was like... Because at the end, as, as Goku... Spoilers. As Goku <laughs> was killing Boo, he was just like, I'll remember you if you ever come back and I hope you are good. Got it. And got he does. It. And he he's does. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and apparently that's in continuity with Dragon Ball Super because there's some things that they re they redconned. Uh, they got rid of and changed a little bit. But that is they still, kept they kept that. Nice. But it's like in the future a little bit. So they haven't even got there yet because okay. they, they kind of cut to the future from one episode of Dragon Ball Z to the last episode of Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And apparently Super takes place in between those, those, that, those uh, years. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, awesome. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I cannot do it. I, mean, I feel too inadequate. <laughs> well, maybe like, I feel like I need, like, to, like, yeah, there's no, no <laughs> amount of creatine or protein or steroids that are going to make me feel. <laughs> steroids. Right? <laughs> well, maybe one day. One day, if I feel good enough to do yeah. Oom, you can do Kid Boo. There you go. Kid okay, Boo. let's do it. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk a, bit, a little bit about uh, Anime NYC. That's where I was this weekend. Yeah, it was a tiring weekend for me. Super tiring. Um, but it was fun. I went to uh, Anime NYC. I stayed in Brooklyn, which nice. was fun. I love, I, I go to, I love New York a lot, but 
every time I go to New York, I'm like, uh, people are like, what are you doing in New York? I'm like, oh, I actually hang out in Brooklyn, man. Like, <laughs> 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 but I love it. There's a lot of good breweries in Brooklyn. There's I like the culture. I love the food there. Uh, Manhattan's great too. It's super busy. It's just like crazy. But um, yeah, I went to Anime NYC. It took place in the Javits Center. That's in Hudson Yards. Nice. Um, super fun. I went on Saturday. I took a lot of uh, photos on Saturday. And uh, I was also cosplaying as uh, my symbiote Spidey suits. Oh, nice. Um, Is that the, your, it's Raimi, right? Or no? Am I making that It's up? not. Um, oh, man. I'm forgetting the uh, pr- creator of the suit. I want to say it's like, oh, it's not Spidey Morpher. It's, it's uh, the name is blanking on me. But I got the suit from uh, Tom Iwata, uh, Triton. On, oh, Triton. Uh, on Instagram, if you know him, yeah, he sold me because he had like apparently he got two suits, so he sold me one of his, oh, which nice. is great. Okay. It worked out. Uh, we're relatively good size. It's a little like off, but it it works. It yeah, works. And I love the suit. Yeah, I love the suit. So um, I was in that, and uh, so I don't know if you know, it's a. Uh, it was like thirty degrees in New York. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was in a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> I don't know how Spider-Man does that. No. How does he fight crime? I have no idea. In the idea. winter. Like, 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 he has to fight crime to keep warm. Like, this is this is nonsense. I was, like, struggling. I, I had to tap out around, like, after... I did, like, six hours okay. in the suit. But, like, the late afternoon, I was like, no. Was it at least heated a little bit in the, in the center? Just from, like, sheer body heat, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you lasted a lot longer than I would because oh, it was it was rough, but it was it was New York, which is good because things are out late till like four, yeah, which is nice. So like you could go pretty late, like I or I was able to go like super late afterwards and just hang out and go crazy in New York. Nice, you know, without nice. without worrying about photography or con stuff for a little bit. That was fun. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, took a lot of photos on this. Saturday, and then on Sunday, I ghosted, and this is where I wanted to talk to you about yes. ghosting cons. Uh, what is your opinion ethically on ghosting cons, and how do you feel about it? Uh, how do I feel about it? As, <laughs> as someone who has officially ghosted two cons, making it into one, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think it's great because I think cons are overpriced anyway. Sure. At the same time, I know we're stealing. I'm sorry. I feel bad. But, <laughs> but I mean, it has to get done. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So it has to get done. Like I said, I only did it once. Um, I'd do it again if I could. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Do you ghost often? I ghost a couple times a year. Okay. Um, for sure. Um, and yes, I ghosted it... Uh, and main NYC on Sunday. Um, I just hung out in the main area, uh, main kind of lobby area of the Javits Center, as well as downstairs where a lot of the food court is, and a oh. lot of people were setting up down there as well. Okay. But I never entered the exhibition hall. I did on uh, Saturday when I had my badge. My badge is right. right there. Luffy's Luffy. right on the badge. <laughs> um, but um, it was cool. Um, on Saturday, I did get to meet. I wanna. I wanna shout out to a a 
booth, uh, Steve Menti. Um, now, first I want to talk about, what do you know about Stoicism or Stoic philosophy? Just pivot hard Whoa. on you real quick. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, funny enough, as much as I love philosophy, I didn't get into that. So it's about kind of like focusing on the self for the most part and being like knowing that everything around you could fail at any time, kind of like a Murphy's Law situation and just being content and happy almost in the moment okay. situation. And a lot of things that uh, a big uh, part of it or a big chunk that I dig on stoicism is the concept that uh, uh, you got to remind yourself that you're always going to die type of situation, right? Uh-huh. All right, cut to um, cut to Anime NYC, and I go to this booth, and I get, I see this, I see this coin, uh-huh. and I've been wanting one of these for a long time. You know what this is? No. This is called a momento mori. It's Latin, but it's, it's, it's essentially a reminder of death, and it's a token, and it says on, it has a skull with swords in it and a crown, right? Wow. And, uh, on it, it says, all that lives must die. And I keep it in my pocket as a reminder of death. Wow. And uh, I've been wanting one of these for such a long time. And I saw this at a booth and it was so unique. Cause they do like super like, uh, it's like a lot of like steampunky stuff and a lot of like cool, like custom cards and stuff like that. And I yeah. saw this coin, I was like, this is amazing. Hey, check it wow. out. You know, I've seen you um, playing with this all night. I've been meaning to ask you about it. Yeah, it's been my favorite thing over the past weekend. Um, so I just wanted to shout out that booth, Steve Minty. Guys, go give them a go. Check out their store. Go give their products a purchase. They're pretty awesome. They're all custom made. Cool things. Cool yeah. But yeah, I dig it. I keep it in my pocket. I'm probably just gonna keep it, just take it with me wherever I go. Just type of a wow. reminder situation. It's dark. Kind of. A little dark. You think it's a little dark? It's a little I dark. think it's it's a, a freeing in many ways. Freeing. Freeing. Yeah. Go on. Knowing that you're gonna die, just okay. like because. It's like trouble won't last always type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So like, why focus on, on anything? Like, never, like, make anything too important, almost. Like, I'm kind of nihilistic, too, so that doesn't help a little bit. So I'm kind of just, like, nothing matters a little bit, too. So, but I lean more towards, like, at least, like, make some type of existentialist mark on this world in some way or another, you know? But at the same time, I'm just, like, whatever, it doesn't matter. (laughs) But uh, it's always a reminder, but it's always, like... You know, as much as I love uh, hanging out and watching X-Men all day, you know, it's a reminder to, like, I could be talking or doing a podcast about X-Men all day. You know, essentially it reminds me to do instead of just watch or react to others doing, for the most part, type of situation. So I really, like, this spoke to me. I was just like, oh, (laughs) I got to get this. Um, and I, I never purchase things from booths. It's so rare these days because I go to every con and I'm just like, you, know, you gotta, you really gotta know where you want to spend your money. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm not gonna play this game. <laughs> I'm not gonna play this game. Good luck, good luck, small artist. But I'm not, I'm not in this. I'm God, not in yeah. this. Sorry. You are speaking my heart right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel bad for them though. It's rough out there for a small time artist. It is. Um, one thing also I would like to talk about uh, is what do you think about 
Now, cut back to what we were talking about earlier. I've been to a con in 2002, right? I remember that first con, and I saw a lot of cool web comics have booths. I saw a lot of cool independent comics have booths. I saw a lot of cool diversity in comics, which was awesome. Right. Cut to modern day, 2009. All I see is fan art and the homogenization kind of of art. And I don't see too much original content out there in terms of what you see in the exhibition hall. What do you think about that? Hmm. Have you noticed that at all? Um, I do notice that. I don't know if I noticed that throughout the times, but I just, I noticed that in general. I do notice that like at, at, the exhibition, at the exhibition halls, we do get a lot of the original work and like other comics and stuff like sure. that. Sure. But online, you're right. Like I see a lot of fan art. I see people like recreating things. I don't see original stuff, and I, I don't know why that is. Well, I do know why that is, unfortunately, is that it doesn't sell as well as you drawing Overwatch characters or drawing, you know, drawing Spider-Man, you know. That's Like, true. if you draw your personal, yeah, people will buy your Spider-Man art, but will people buy your original art of, like, your cool alien character that you've created? <laughs> Probably not. We're not related to them. We don't know them yet. Maybe in the future, but not now. And that's the problem, and it's... It's harder. It's harder to get stuff off the ground these days, which kind of sucks. It does. And I feel, and then, like, as you say that, I think of myself, even like when I do walk through a con, I don't, um, and I really should. I don't look at the original, like, comic books and stuff like that as mm-hmm. much as I should. Um, and, it's, and it's like you said, like, it's because I don't have a connection. I don't know them yet. And it sucks that I'm not giving them a chance. And so, I guess I'm calling myself a bad person right now. But, um, it makes me think that I, I am interested because a lot of the time I do see that their art for it is amazing and it does mm-hmm. look great. But while I'm at the con, I'm only looking for like very specific stuff because yeah. money reasons usually. Sure. So maybe in the future I will try and look forward to it and I hope more people do, but you bring up a very good point about that. Yeah, it's interesting. I've, I've been noticing that over the years and I just... Do you check out a lot of uh, the original like artwork and stuff like that? Yeah. Go? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I go down Artist Alley. I see everyone's artwork. I see what they're doing, and uh, I've just noticed like a lot. There are there still are original artists. Okay. I've noticed they they don't get the attention as the fan artists for sure. Of course. And it makes sense, and I get why the artists these days are going towards fan art because money. Right. Money dictates money everything. Everything. Yeah, so uh, that's unfortunate, but uh, I get it at the same time, and yeah. I don't, I don't know. There's no changing that, unfortunately. Have you gotten into any like original artwork or any original comic books um, that you've seen? Uh, back in the day, um, I've yet to keep up with them, but uh, my favorite was uh, a web comic called Questionable Content. Okay. Really cool alternative comic about like, just like people working in a coffee shop and just <laughs> dealing with shit all okay. day. Yeah, <laughs> and it was great. It was great. I loved it, and I followed them for like years and years and years, you know. And of course, I was back. I was reading web comics back in like the early days, so like of course like Penny Arcade back when they were like first starting out and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And. Um, like Dinosaur Comics. Um, so fun fact, the artist of, uh, author of Dinosaur Comics is the current author of Squirrel Girl. Really? At the moment. Yeah, I forget his name. I'm, his name's not popping to my mind at the moment. But yes, nice. he's a Squirrel Girl. Nice, good Yeah, so like uh, Future in Web Comics does lead to something. Yeah. It did lead to something for him at least. Yeah. Which was cool. I'm excited for him. A little jealous. I used to do a webcomic back in uh, 2000 and, uh, 
like five-ish. Okay, uh, cool. Did it for a while. It was pretty cool. It's called Artificial Ignorance. Nice. It's about essentially two robots. Uh, all the all the humans died, but the robots existed, and they're figuring out why humans created them. So it's no different than humans figuring out why they were created, more okay. or less. It's like the everyday life of robots. Yeah. Is it just the two robots, or is it like a whole robot society? A whole robot society and stuff <laughs> like that. And I played with like cloud space and like random things. Yeah, like wow, yeah, good. it was pretty. Cool. It was pretty cool. It was like sci-fi comedy for the most part. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't keep up with that as much, but. Um, I was going to ask, because I see you have a lot of artwork here on your... Oh, I sketch a lot. I doodle a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even when we were talking, you did that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he draws stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I draw and I sketch as much as I can. But I'm not... I wouldn't consider myself an artist. I would definitely outsource if I ever do like a webcomic or something like that. Did you draw for your own webcomic? Yes, I did. For my webcomic, I did, yeah. But yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, did a lot of work. Um, going back to anime NYC though, I went to the uh, Gundam meetup. Uh, are you familiar with Gundam whatsoever? I'm familiar with the fact that they're awesome looking robots. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was a huge fan growing up. Like that was my jam. That was my thing as an angsty teenage teen, teenager <laughs> for the most part. And um, it died hard like 2007 or so and like uh anime nyc i saw a huge upsurge in gundam cosplay so uh i have hope for the fandom a little bit it gives me a lot of hope because like for one i saw a lot of cosplayers of um a lot of the main villains in the Gundam universes, which each Gundam universe is kind of different. Okay. But the main bad guy is may, more or less Space Hitler. <laughs> and and to the fact that people were cosplaying as Space Hitler, because at one point people were not cool with people yeah. cosplaying as Space you Hitler. You kind of mentioned this actually. I, if, you're, if you've been following my Instagram, I've been talking a lot about yeah. Space Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> So I just found that interesting that like, because it was taboo at one point at cons to not dress, because it's like the uniform's super formal. It's like super Nazi, like iconography and whatnot. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So it's you, you. It's it was yeah. It was not cool at one point, but to see it, it was it was a fascinating shift to say the least. Um, right. Because it does deal with it's hard, it's heavy handed in Gundam. It's like dealing with like. Fascism and like military, like industrial complex. It's it's compl- really? It's just super complicated. I don't even expect that from guys. Socio and economic policies, blah, blah, like stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's in, it's intense. It's more about war and like policies like that more so than the actual like robots fighting more could, or less. I yeah. feel like I'd be watching it and just be focused on the robots the entire time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can, you can. <laughs> There's a lot of that as well. There's yeah. definitely a lot of that. But um. Gundam's up, man. Invest in Gundam, man. Nice. Okay. Yeah. You, saw, you saw a lot more Gundam in New York than you've seen in LA. I've just... seen no Gundam over here whatsoever. I've yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I haven't seen. Are there any? So there's not been no new properties of Gundam since 2007. No, there's been plenty. Oh, okay. okay. Plenty of but just uh, the interest. Is... Just yeah, the interest has waned for the most part. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, but yeah. 
It was cool. It's interesting to see uh, what people liked in anime NYC compared to the oh, so, so like East Coast compared to West Coast, right? Okay. What would you say is the most popular things in the West Coast? Just okay. based off of what you've experienced at cons. Um, my hero. Yeah. Of course, uh, Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, JoJo. Yes. And I want to say one more, but I don't think I know the name of it. Um, but those three, I will say, are the most popular ones that I've seen for the animes at anime conventions. Okay. So, definitely My Hero yeah. is ridiculous. Um, and uh, I saw a lot of uh, Demon Slayer uh, cosplay. I saw a lot of... I, I did see a decent amount of Sailor Moon, too. So, yeah, that's pretty hype there. Um... I saw a lot of JoJo's, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yes, <laughs> JoJo poses. So many JoJo poses. Always. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, like I said, the Gundam, Gundam uh, meetup, which was interesting. Okay. And then I saw a decent amount of Full Metal Alchemist cosplayers, which is that's pretty. That's average over here too. Okay. It's not too bad. Yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. So um, one of my favorites that I saw was a, and I had this idea at one point, and I wish I did it because now that this guy does did it, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> uh, he was a, a Freddie Sailor Mercury. Ooh. And I saw it, and I was like, Ah, oh, damn it, he did! No, I have some video footage, so stay awesome. stay tuned on some video footage. You'll see. You'll okay, see. Yeah, him, yeah, you'll see. Yeah, I'm going to see video. that. Yeah. God, that's uh, so creative. Right? Freddie Sailor Mercury. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but I had that idea. I was like, you know when you had that idea and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll do it eventually. And, yeah. And yeah. you don't do it. Sometimes. You don't do it. You don't do it. See, that's why you got to you gotta execute. You got to do it like, right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to execute. So. Um, so that was my anime NYC experience. Other than that, ate a lot of pizza, drank a lot of beer. Nice. It's nice. The things you do in New York. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I saw you had a rooftop. Oh, did you hotel. see that? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was great. It was in uh, Bed Stuy. It was in Brooklyn, uh, okay. where my Airbnb was. It was nice. It was nice. cool. There. It was raining the last day, so it was super misty. But the other two days were nice. Just super cold, like I said. Really cold. So, yeah, 30 degrees. Right? You go from like shorts weather to. Uh, to like. Scarf and like. <laughs> to like two three, pants. three layers, yeah. New York, man. I love the city so much, but the cold just keeps me away. No, yeah, yeah. Like, 60 degrees is bad for me. I can't yeah. do cold weather at all. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I could do it in short bursts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I could sit across the street, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, um, any other differences between, like, um, the con in New York and LA? Like, at Anime Con, I should say. Mm-hmm. As I was telling you off mic, um, there was a lot of photographers with their their mic stands and their I mean their uh, light stands and tripods, mm-hmm. which is causing kind of havoc during the My Hair Academia meetup. And like I said uh, earlier, uh, before this podcast, um, a lot of LA cons are starting to ban light stands um, and tripods at cons. So be aware of this, photographers, if you're going to a con. Bring a human to be your <laughs> light stand. <laughs> Give me a badge. I'll be your light stand for a little while, okay? 
Yes. I mean, that's, that might, I think that could be worth it. For smaller cons, at least. The bigger yeah. ones, maybe not. But. Going back to ghosting really quickly. Yes. Just because you, um, you mentioned how, you asked me, like, my view on it. Yeah. And really, sometimes it's necessary. Because I was thinking back to my cons this year. Yeah. I went to Anime Expo, and I had a badge for all three days. Yes. I only went inside for, like, an hour. Right. Of those three days. Exactly. So, ghosting sometimes is, like, so... It's necessary sometimes. Yeah, so to give I you just, give you an idea, I've out of the last five cons, I've experienced only maybe twenty minutes of what a badge would give me in value. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Just That's 20. it. Twenty minutes, because I go like I will each con go on the floor for like five minutes. And I'm just like okay. Yeah. But the majority of my time has been outside of the floor, and the question is, do I need a badge for that? And yeah, I mean, if it's like you just have, I feel like you have to like view the con and just know what it's going to be like inside and inside if you really need to get in there. Yeah, like for Anime Expo, I can see me. I don't need a badge for next year. Anime Expo, I had the greatest time ever, and I did not have a badge this year. I see. I had an amazing time at Anime Expo, and I didn't even go inside. I didn't go inside. I've I've only tried to go to Anime Expo once. It was in 2016. Mm-hmm. It was during their first line con experience where. Uh, on Friday, I, I had a badge for Friday, mm-hmm. and we were waiting in line for five hours, and we are just like, okay, we'll just go home and get our money back. Wow. Like, and I can only imagine, I mean, wait, we so were you local. Were in line for five hours? Five hours. Like, they, that's how ridiculous it was. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's, it's so bad. It's so unorganized. There's still, that's the thing about Anime Expo, too, is that they're, they've went from, like, tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands and yeah. they're still running it like they they're they have tens of thousands yeah of it's like they don't have any ticket no. caps or anything it's it's crazy and even worse it happens right in the middle of summer mm-hmm. when it's so hot so it's like you got the heat of la sun on top of body heat which is yeah terrible I was just glad I was a magic titan that weekend. <laughs> no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, um, I have no qualms with ghosting. If you're tight on cash and you're a cosplayer, I get it. Um, I understand that the pl- that the they're not making money, and I know that we, us, have the power being in LA to organize meetups outside of cons very easily. Yes. And I understand that some people don't have that option. So, you know, if you do what you need to do, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been my con experiences thus far. That's been Anime NYC. Let's move on to that, uh, that Sonic design. That Sonic, Sonic remake. So, uh, so... I'll start by saying this. Yeah, go ahead. As far as Sonic goes, I don't understand how they even had the chance to mess it up. Sonic was already a cartoon character. He's already a CGI design because he's in a 3D video game. Exactly. It's like, how? Wh- what made you think that taking him out of that game and changing his design was a good idea? Like, just leave him at, like, it, was, it was there for you already. I don't know, like... That was really poor on them. Yeah. And even though they completely redesigned him, which he does look 
He looks good. He looks. He looks. He looks like how he should look. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm worried that we're going to see a Jurassic World situation, and that like the last ten minutes of the movie is the movie that I'm going to want to see. And I'm just like, why didn't you tell that story? Yeah. You're going to tell a story probably in Earth. Sonic's in our Earth, and then he goes back to his Earth, and then Doctor Robotnik comes with him, and then we're like, "I'll get you next time." And I'm like, "You just this is just an advertisement for a better movie." This is God. No, I agree. I'll I'll say this: like when I saw the um, when I actually saw the pre when I actually saw the preview after the redesign, I was like, "Great, he looks amazing." I'm not interested in this movie at all. Right? I don't, it's like, it's the, it's the typical where, like, this character comes out of the fake world that he's in. He's amazed by Earth. Now the bad guy's here. Now he wants to save his friends with the power of love or friendship or heart or whatever it's yeah. going to be. Like, I feel like that's what it's going to be. And I'm going to be... I'm not excited. I don't want to see that. You don't want to see that? You're not? No, no? No. You're not feeling it? No, I want a more... Maybe more... Yeah, more, maybe a more adult theme. My, my biggest thing with these movies when they remake them is that the introduction of the human characters that they have to be with. Mm-hmm. I just want to see you in your world. Yes. Like, if they would have kept Sonic and Emerald Hill... Emerald Hill, man. And, like, Come make, on now. make that into a more serious story. Like, because even with the darker storyline of, like, the cartoon that they used to have, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog... Sure. Like, make it a little bit more serious if you want to. But, like, I don't need the human characters. Exactly. It just... I it, don't want that. And poor... It really takes away from Poor James Marsden, because he's such a good actor, man. But he always gets fucked over in roles and movies. Every like everything he's in. X Men, he was such a like his Cyclops was so terrible. Oh my god. X Men. Yeah, and it's not his fault. But he was ah uh, yeah, it's 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 not his you're right, it's not his fault. Not, <laughs> you just see him in these roles and you're just like, ah, oh, don't do this, James Marsden. Come on. Come on. Oh man, yeah. Unfortunate. What do you think of uh, Jim Carrey, though, as Dr. Robotnik? I think Jim Carrey's going to be a great Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, that's Um, one thing I think they got. They got it Mm. perfect. I really enjoyed him in the the trailer when I saw it. Um, He was funny. He was really funny. He gave me the Dr. Robotnik that I think I wanted. Mean, but still very funny about it. Yeah. I think he is a very appropriate choice. Um, Again, it's going to be him, like a sane person for most of the movie and then he's gonna turn like a crazy yeah. crazy like, yeah but uh other than that I think it's like in terms of the look it's perfect it's great yeah. um what is your favorite Sonic video game my favorite so of the ones that I played I played Sonic 2 with mm-hmm. Tails because yes. Tails is one of my favorite characters from Sonic yep um I played the one after that with Knuckles yes because Knuckles Knuckles and Tails collected, they're both my favorite. Sure. Um, as time has gone on, I enjoy Knuckles more than Tails, sure. just because of what they're doing with them in the video games. Okay. It's all side banter, doesn't matter. But, <laughs> um, what was the question? Sonic video game. Video game, video my favorite video game. Um, Sonic, the, uh, the one that came on Dreamcast, the first one. Oh, that was the only good 3D Sonic game. Yeah, I agree. Every other three-dimensional Sonic game after that was not Sonic. Did you play Sonic Unleashed? That one I did not play. Okay, you should check that out. Is that the one with the shadow character? No. Uh, This is the one where he turns into a werewolf at certain points. Okay. But but I'll say this. The Sonic portions of the game were great as a 3D Sonic game. 
because they gave you the old school like side scrolling. Yeah, yeah. But still was able to work in like being a three D Sonic game. Right. And, and, and okay. So those parts of the game were amazing. You just kind of have to deal with the werewolf. Yeah, I get so. you. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun to me. The one from Dreamcast, uh, Sonic Adventure. That was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, that game as well. Um, yeah, Sonic Two all the way for me, man. Yeah. Uh, the introduction of Tails. I love Tails. Tails is awesome. Oh, the introduction of Supersonic. Like you, yeah. like the fact that like because at the time again, ninety two people, no internet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like people are all like, did you know if you collect all the emeralds, you could become a Supersonic? And then I was just like, no, that's not true. And then you, you do, do it, it, and you're just like, oh shit, like you're Supersonic. For real, it's like yeah. I think that's I think that's what made it even better is the time where it's like yeah. you can't Google it. The you nostalgia the of the whole situation. Yeah, uh, so great. Uh, the introduction of Metal Sonic. God, Metal yes. Sonic. And just that whole last level where you fly up to fight Doctor Robotnik, and then you fight the Metal Sonic, and then you fight the Super Metal Robotnik, and then you you essentially fall off the. The the thing and the you think ship. you think you die but oh no oh no Tails has got you he has your back he's there to save yes. you and you win the game and you're just like yes yes this is awesome this is exactly what I want out of a game yeah and that's that was pretty awesome for a two D scroller for, yeah for the two D side scroller yeah that game was more difficult than it needed to be I feel like it's a lot more difficult than games are now but it totally made it worth it. Yeah, it was fun, and it was it was fun, and the concept, That's the thing I didn't like about the three D uh, Sonic games is Sonic has to go fast, and then those three D scroller games are so clunky, so you stopped a lot, and you never really picked up speed at all, and yeah. you're just like, ah, it's all about going fast, and that yeah. was that was the fun about it. It was complicated, but it was like fun because that of that part. speed. You're it's like, the best part, because yeah. like it would be easier if I stopped and. You know, maybe you just collected these. They're like, no, I'm not going to nope. stop. I'm going to go around and around and <laughs> well, around, 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 around. Because I can't. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, oh, man. Sonic 2. Yeah. Those were good games. Who's your, um, who's your favorite, like, Sonic character? I know you say you really enjoyed Miles, hmm. but, like, as the Sonic universe has expanded. I don't know too much of the expanded universe outside of, like, Knuckles and, what's the girl, the pink one? Uh, Amy? Amy. I like Amy. Amy okay. was cool. Amy's cool. Um, but Kinda like uh, the girl, Rouge. Rouge. See, I'm not. Okay. See, I'm unfamiliar with that. Like, that's. I, I, I stuck mainly with the Sega. Like, and yeah. that's I kind of like. I, I played the rest, but I didn't. Like, once it got into the extended universe and whatnot. Have you got into the weirdness of the. Sonic fandom on the internet that is a weird place to go on the no. dark web or not the dark web but just like if you go to like weird message boards like yeah. people get into Sonic like crazy like kind of like it's on the furry level I'll say that Whoa. Sonic is on that like people have their own <laughs> Sonics and stuff like that they're like I've created my own Sonic and it's oh. like it's a certain type and whatnot and like you know that the head or not Sonic like but son- hedgehog you know yeah you know, hedgehogs and whatnot Weird fandom. I di- I dived oh, deep God. one day, and it was a weird. It was a weird night. That seems like a rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I I haven't gotten to the canon of the of the extended universe, but I do love. I would say tails. Honestly, okay. tails is my 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 guy. Just because he can fly. He, he can fly. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like, he's a flyer. What is it about flight that I'm? I personally like everything flight related. I'm like, yeah, 
that. Yeah, that, yeah that's the thing. I agree. It's like flight, flight. I think it's just, yeah. it's just, you know, it's you wanting what you can't have because we can't fly. It's true. It's true. And nobody has butt tails, so. I like the quote from the recent Shazam movie from Freddie Freeman. Mm -hmm. You know why heroes could fly? Or you know why, you know why people like flight? Because heroes could fly. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So flight, yeah, flight, of course, because yeah, like course. that's that's when you see people fly, you think that's 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 like gods right there, and that's like what you see in like that old school, like or not old school, but like uh, oh, what's the artist? The uh, the dude who does like the super fine art DC work. Uh, he does like gouache and like water. I can't think of his name uh, right now. Oh, uh, Alan. No, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Sorry, Alex Ross. Alex oh, Ross yes, painting. Yes, 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 Alex, yes. like old, like Alex Ross stuff, where you're just like, these are like gods. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's great at that. So flight yeah. gives me the concept of like being a god, almost like in in my mind, at least a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, by the way, that just hit me. I thought of the artist's name Nolligan uh, from the Nightwing that I was talking about. All right, there yeah, you go, there Nolligan. Just had to bring that back. Cool. All right. Um. So Sonic. So you're not gonna see it probably. Uh, I know I will. You will. I know I will. Okay. Uh, it'll be like, it'll be just on a random day. Sure. Yeah. It'll be like, let's just go see something, guys. So I'll probably check it out. I don't know. I'm on. I'm, <laughs> on, I'm on the fence. I don't know if I want to give my money to Sonic. Uh, that, I, and that's fair. Do you do you think that they will try to bring in like maybe Tails, as well? I'm hoping at least they tease Tails or Knuckles or like some of these, some of the extended characters, mm -hmm. you know, at least have some critters, like have Dr. Robotnik try to like capture some critters in like a capsule. And yeah. And yes. yeah, and Sonic's just like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> save these critters. That would be good. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. what I want to see. Yes, I would love to see something that made me think of the video game. Yeah. Right? That's great. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about the people who are like, uh, it's a joke online where they're like they show like the Nick Fury like I've uh, I'm putting together the Smash Brothers initi initiative or something like that. Have you seen that before? I haven't seen that. No. It's like they they'll, they'll show like Sonic. He's like, oh, what do you want? And then uh -huh. like Nick Fury will show up on the Pikachu on his shoulder. Like I'm putting together uh, putting together Smash Brothers initiative. Like as a reference, <laughs> like the video game, like maybe yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole universe. Mm -hmm. I kind of want that to be a thing. Okay. Not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. Like if that That's happens, cool. I'm down. if they keep making movies like this, I would love to have like a Smash Bros. movie. That would be great. I mean, they're starting to build out a Pokemon universe with the whole Detective Pikachu. Yeah. So, like, to see that, like, expand. I would love to see that. Like, the movie, you know, the thing about Detective Pikachu is I say, like, the story was just whatever. It was, it was standard story. Yeah. Everything around the story was amazing. Yeah. Like, the, the way the Pokemon looked, the cities, uh, the battle saw like they got it. I think they did a good job. I think they captured it pretty good. I didn't, and I, I see. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I don't know if I went in there with really low expectations mm -hmm. or if I was just genuinely impressed because I didn't think I was like, God, this movie's gonna be terrible. The Pokemon are gonna look bad. Blah, right. Blah. I was like, they did everything right. They did everything right. Like they they managed to mix in the cartoon right along with like modern day. Uh, modern day living mm -hmm. and crazy enough I don't know if people know this uh, spoiler alert maybe not really but like it was actually connected to the first Pokemon movie 
And I didn't even realize it until... So it's the same Mewtwo? Yeah, it seems like it's the same Mewtwo that came well, from I assume lab. there's only one Mewtwo, right? Yeah. Because yeah, it's a clone of Mew, right? So yeah, I imagine... there's only one Mew. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a, a supposedly I think that's the same Mewtwo that was from that lab from the first Pokemon movie. Okay. Um, and I was when I realized that I was kind of like, well, that's really smart of them to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize. Because I think. Uh, at some, I. I think it was explained at some point. Maybe I'm making it up. But like, <laughs> I think they said that. So. Okay. Yeah. Have to rewatch that. Um. But yeah. So extended universes. Pokemon's doing it. Sonic's probably gonna follow suit yeah, as well. They're so. probably gonna do the same thing for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. After the first one, depending on how much it makes, they'll keep going. With yeah. It. Uh, you think it's gonna succeed box office wise? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I because think it's gonna flop. Even like, there's nothing. I feel like Sonic has had a really hard time just being a popular character. In general, it was always the second to Mario. Yeah, yeah. It was always in the shadow of Mario. Because after the sli- the side-scrolling games, the their video games were really difficult for them. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's gonna flop, but I think they'll keep going. Um, as far as movie goes. Okay. Movie-wise, at least to bring in the rest of the characters. Um. Yeah. We'll see. We shall we'll see. see. I'll you. Uh, you'll support it. <laughs> I'll support it. I might. Maybe not. Probably you, not. I don't I'm know. Gonna make you support it. Uh, oh, okay. We're gonna go. The We're gonna go. All right. You hear it. We're gonna go. You'll hear a review soon. Yes. Um, <laughs> moving on. Let's talk about uh, Kevin Conroy in Crisis. Yeah. What do you think about this? Now, I am to give you background. I am. I've watched two episodes of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe like two, three episodes of Flash. Okay. That's about it. That is my knowledge of the uh, CW universe, the Arrowverse, if you will. Um, Now, as a filthy casual, (laughs) if you will, um, I am super excited about this crisis. Like, looking in uh, from the outside, uh, just going like, ooh, what's going on over there? This looks exciting, what they're building now. Uh, Can you talk about your experience with this universe and your fandom with this universe a little bit? Yes, yes, yes. Um... So, um, I'm pretty excited about this. I had to rewatch the first one, uh, cri- or the first Crisis, mm-hmm. um, uh, from last season. It was really good. I, okay. I didn't really understand what was happening the first time I went around because, like I said, my DC knowledge is pretty low. Right. Um, but to rewatch it and see like the alter- uh, reality altering that was going on. And then to right. keep watching this season and have them explain it to me. Because I feel like a lot of this uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth is going to have to do with what's been building up in the Flash for right. for the first few seasons, actually. Yeah, because like, I I don't I, the one thing I do know about Flash is like they, they predict his death the first death. season. Yeah, the right? first season, yep. And he they're going to pay that off, essentially. At, Finally. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, God, it's been going on for so long and I've been actually getting a little frustrated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> so like, God, why do they even bring up this newspaper? Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So they're finally gonna pay it off. Um, it looks pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, I'm getting, I'm seeing a lot of news about um, the different castings of Superman that they've been having. Right. They're bringing back the the guy from the actor from Smallville. Yes, I uh, saw that. They're bringing back the actor from the '90s series of uh, Superman. L- Lewis and Clark. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And they, and like we said, they're bringing back Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. So I think this is actually going to be they're, pretty... They're also bringing back, uh, what's his name, Brandon Routh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, to play the other Superman. Yeah. And you know it's forgetting one. What is he playing? Which version of Superman? He is playing the... Uh, I know what his suit looks like, but I don't know the name. Is it the... Uh, it's not the, the like the Russian Superman, the uh, one from. Uh, no, 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 no. Or is it from the like? Oh. I think he's playing like Golden Age Superman or something like okay. that. Okay. Or he's playing like an older Superman. Now, what's that like? Because he's also a character in uh, that other show. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. He's, um, so he's like. He's Ant Man. Okay. What whatever we call it on DC. Whatever the, the <laughs> DC equivalent of Ant Man. DC equivalent Ant Man. Um. <laughs> I watched one episode of that, and it was a little, a little campy. Yeah, a little the, campy. The first two, the first two, three uh, seasons were pretty campy, but they were good compared to what's going on now. I okay. just stopped watching. Gotcha. Um, but I think what's going to happen is that um, Legend of Tomorrow is not included in this crisis right mm-hmm. now. I think when they brought in Bat, uh, Batwoman, right, they kind of took them out of it, and they're bringing Batwoman in. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, so I think his involvement is going to be, since it's so unrelated, and they've mm. actually made mention of it on Legends of Tomorrow before, Okay, where uh, they just reference him saying like, oh yeah, somebody said it like Superman, you know, the thing that actors do. So yeah, so it won't be too, it won't have to, it won't discredit the show too much, it won't be too confusing like that. Um, but it will be good. I think it will be really good um, to see, especially the four different Supermans. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, because it it was actually kind of confusing too. I think without prior knowledge, it might be a little bit difficult for me. Same <laughs> to follow. Yeah. Same. Um, going back to Kevin Conroy, um, personally, best Batman ben, ever. Yeah. Ever. I'm talking about movies, TV shows, all everything. Really. Best Batman, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Um, especially because um, I said the same thing about the Joker, um, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. I said the be- same thing about him. He's the best Joker. So yep. I think he's the best Batman, to be honest. Like, granted, he's a voice, but. I thought he captured it perfectly. He captures though. it perfectly. Like, nobody's done a better voice for Batman. I agree. Um, since then. So, yeah. I I'm excited to see him on screen acting as Batman this time. Yes, and he's playing the uh, Kingdom Come Batman. So he's very old. Yeah. He's wearing like a mech outfit the whole time. Um, it's an interesting storyline. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Very dark, very gritty. Uh, Question. Yeah. The Kingdom Come. Is this the storyline where like Nightwing was doing a lot in Gotham City? Uh, no. Like Batman set up like all these like mechs to like handle everything. Okay. Almost kind of like how when Superior Spider Man took over Spider Man's body, and he was like, "I'm just gonna put." spider bots everywhere and handle this for myself yes. he does kind of like a similar thing more or okay. less yeah so it's kind of like that yeah okay yeah. Nice. nice interesting yeah interesting Elseworld story highly recommended definitely. have you um, did you go back and watch last season's crossover the, the other crisis I have not yeah. seen that okay. no just heard like random things here and there about the series so yeah, I'm I'm very very like new to it. I know nothing, but hold me to it. Uh, message me on Instagram. I will watch yes. it. Make sure you push me to do so because <laughs> I need to make it happen. Yes, um, we'll do, we'll do. I'll do it for sure. Um, but uh, wrapping up on Kevin Conroy, Crisis on Infinite 
Uh, Earths, what are you excited for the most out of this crossover event? Um, I am excited for, from the news that I have so far, mm-hmm. um, surprisingly enough, I'm excited to see the different Supermans. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of Superman himself, but I'm interested to see all the different actors that have played him. Because I have seen, um, I've seen the actor Brandon Routh play him on screen, because that was yeah. the one Superman movie that I did see. Right. Superman uh, Returns. Superman Returns, yes. Yes. Um, I love Tyler Holchlin. Okay. That's his name uh, when he played him on CW's Supergirl. I gotcha. think he's a great Superman. Okay. And then I absolutely love the Lois and Clark Superman. Uh, I forget I remember the that. Name. Yeah. But I love Back in love, the day. I used to watch it all the time. All the time. It was yeah. really good. It was good. So I'm actually very excited to see them all, to see how they like portray the characters and see how they interact with each other. Sure. Them. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm actually just excited to see the storyline. Because I, I don't know it very well, so I would love to see how the Arrowverse is going to bring it to the screen. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the crossovers. Do you see their trailer that CW released? That's one thing I did watch recently. Yes. They, re- they released a trailer like oh, two, three weeks ago. And it was just showing, it was a montage of every single like thing that's going to be in this crisis. Mm-hmm. And it was the voiceover of Marlon Brando from the first Superman, you know, playing uh, Jor-El. Yeah. Yeah, just doing his voiceover over okay. the whole thing, and it was I was like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. I'm in. Wow, I'm nice. in. Sure, it sold me. <laughs> it sold me. So like, I'm gonna watch that, even though I haven't watched too much of the Arrowverse and the CW stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna watch this crisis. Nice, so. nice. It's got me. It's got my attention. That's perfect. Yeah. Nice. And luckily enough, you don't have to watch. Like they've made it so that you can watch it separate. Thank God. Yes. So you won't be missing too much. Exactly. So super excited. There's so many great things coming out soon. I'm very excited. Um, but we talked about a lot today. We talked about Crisis. We talked about Sonic. We talked a little bit of ghosting. Yeah. And our con experiences. Any any final thoughts that you have? Um, final thoughts? Uh, unless you want to buy something from the con, just ghost it. Ghost the con. You heard it here. <laughs> I get it. You You... It's hard. It's hard out there. You're struggling. You got to save up for your cost builds yeah. and whatnot. Um, so I don't fault you if you do it whatsoever. Um, yeah. More power to you guys. No, for real. But yeah. Um, I do have a question for you. Yes. I've been meaning to ask you this the whole time. Oh yeah. Do you sure. still have your cable arm? I do. I'll show you. I'll okay. show you this after after the after nice. Here. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do have the cable arm. I, it's, it's great. It's cool. I need to rebuild it. I do want to rebuild it a little bit, yeah. but, uh, because it's kind of off. The joint like movement is a little off. But uh, yeah, yeah. Cable to twenty twenty. Cable twenty twenty. Let's yeah. make it happen. Um, but uh, yeah, that's been uh, that's been a good podcast. Uh, my name is Kyle, and I'm JJ, and this has been two webheads and a mics, and we'll catch you next week. Catch you later.